welcome back, back to, to another, another episode. <laughs> <laughs> this is my first time, so let's do it again. Okay. Welcome, welcome back, back to another, another episode of Life Around Stonegate. Stonegate. My name's Daniel. With me today is Caitlin Carpenter. How are you doing today? I'm doing good. It's yeah? Monday. It's a so. Monday. And you've got a, a mug with you there? Yes. Anything in the mug? Actually, yes. Um, I did not put this in the mug. I was handed this, uh, but <laughs> I have a, a marshmallow. marshmallow. That's uh, Christmas season. People and eat marshmallows. And some stale graham crackers. There we go. So no chocolate. So we're not making s'mores. So not. don't get your hopes up. The chocolate's the best part uh, of but s'mores. But these are our new uh, mugs in the bookstore. Yes. I love mine. So it's so It great. has a great handle. Yeah. If you're a mug connoisseur. I've heard these are great. Grab a Stonegate so. mug in the bookstore. So Christmas season is here. It is. Uh, this is like the the most popular question of this of this time is when do you start listening to Christmas music? You know, there are people who listen to it, you know, midnight, October thirty first or November first, or you've got those who wait till Black Friday. Which one, where do you kind of land on that scale? Yeah, that that is a hot topic and debate <laughs> around uh, these these. Uh, hallways i would say for me i am probably the one that it is christmas then i pause for thanksgiving and then it's christmas it's christmas again. again yeah yeah but i wouldn't say necessarily i'm listening to christmas music november 1st mm -hmm. i do feel permission yes to listen to allowed it. to but yes. not yeah i get that so. um any christmas movies that you've watched lately lately i have not watched christmas movies yet oh wow okay um, but some of my first go-tos will probably be, um, I do like the Santa Claus. Such a great movie. Um, I like even a newer one. It's called, um, the Chronicles, Santa Christmas Chronicles. Uh -huh. I don't know. It's mm -hmm. on Netflix. On Netflix. It was a great one. I loved it. Elf is always a good one. Have you seen Jingle Jangle on Netflix? I have not. It's I've heard phenomenal. of this. Okay. I love it. It's like kind is of a, a musical? musical. It's okay. a musical. And I'm not like super big into musicals, but uh, okay. I'm curious. I don't know if Christmas would ever go into improv, but if if you were to do stand-up improv. Okay. And maybe, let's say if you were to do it with someone else, maybe someone on staff, uh, who would you do stand-up improv with? You're trying to get me in trouble. Uh, Why not? Mix it up. <laughs> if I were to have to choose, I'm going to go with Jen Curran. Okay. Uh, we we kind of get our, our fame to shame. Shame to fame? No, <laughs> oh my gosh. Maybe it is shameful, actually. Oh, wow. <laughs> our name to fame uh, at Behold Become. Oh, yeah. Uh, but... It's really fun to get to just mad lib with what, mm. one another on on stage, and so I would I'd pick Jen. So you hear that? You should sign up for Behold We Come because yes. Jen and Caitlin's improv, right? No, but you should still sign up for that. <laughs> we are on stage together, so. Yes. Uh, but awesome. yeah, I would say Jen. That's awesome. Okay, uh, who on staff would be the worst at improv? Seriously. <laughs> I plead the fifth. <laughs> I'm not picking. You could just say Austin, and he wouldn't be offended, right? <laughs> I really made a living from that for like two years. Oh. Oh. Never mind. <laughs> I stay corrected. It was acting, not improv. Okay, I'll oh, take it. Oh, they're not I'm, the same thing. It's not the same. Okay. 
Yeah, I can't answer. I'm okay, sorry. that's fine. Uh, any podcasts you're listening to right now that you enjoy? My go-to podcasts uh, are in the crime world. Okay. Uh, so one that is on repeat often is Crime Junkie. Okay. And uh, it's just these two friends retelling wow. stories of people either going missing, uh, being murdered, uh, being mm. kidnapped. So <laughs> they're retelling the story. You know what's funny, though? I don't know if funny is the right word. Interesting. Scary. Oh. <laughs> uh, Missy Beavers uh, was on, not her, but the story of um, yeah. her murder was on this podcast. So it was really interesting to yeah. listen to. Wow. That's not my genre for sure. That's it, It's a, a niche people yeah, group yeah. Of, of listeners. What yeah. is it about those stories that um, makes you want to listen to those things? I think it's just intriguing. Uh, I think there's two sides. I think there's obviously the, the thrill of, yeah. of murder mystery. Mm -hmm. uh, but also I think there's just this fascination on my end of how the mind works, like how people mm -hmm. um, come to a conclusion to end someone's life yeah. uh, and the manner in which they do it. That's fascinating to me. Yeah. Um, yeah. And so. Wow. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> hey, whatever floats your boat. Uh, so let's, we're going to get to know uh, Caitlin a little bit today and, um, uh, I'm I'm curious. Uh, life before Stonegate. Mm -hmm. uh, who was Caitlin? What was she up to? Uh, yeah. Yeah. Man. Okay. Uh, so life before Stonegate. So I didn't grow up too far from here. I grew up uh, just down the road in Mansfield, and uh, graduated in 2010. Uh, but what was fun right before graduation, my senior year of high school. Uh, Stonegate was planted, and so Rodney was actually my youth pastor awesome. at Walnut uh, Ridge, which is the church Stonegate was planted from. Uh, I was there my junior year of high school, and uh, Rod planted uh, Stonegate in '09, which was, like I said, my junior year, and then my senior year, um, I got to worship here oh, on wow. Sunday mornings in the conference center. And, so you were here uh, day one. Ish. I yeah. mean, we didn't really have a youth group. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so we we did that like a community scene. youth community group kind of. Yeah, there was like four or five <laughs> of us. So, uh, yeah. So we still were engaged at Walnut Ridge, but on Sunday mornings, I was I was over here and um, went to school in Oklahoma uh, at OBU and graduated uh, with a degree in education and thought I was heading to teach mm -hmm. and uh, the Lord used people to call me into ministry. And oh, wow. um, so I've been in ministry kind of ever since. I mean, I was in ministry a little bit in college as an RA and then um, went into full-time vocational ministry uh, right after I worked uh, at a church. And then literally right before Stonegate, uh, I was on the mission field. And so I did something called the World Race and uh, it's essentially 11 short-term mission trips oh, in wow. a span of, of 11 months. And so each month I lived in a different country and experienced wow. that culture. And I uh, got to partner with a lot of different ministry partners mm -hmm. around the globe, uh, some indigenous to that, to that country, and then others were um, 
American missionaries that have gone to to live in that country and yeah. to serve those people. And so I that was such a formative year for me in my faith. Um, and so I did that. Typically, people do that right after high school. Um, I was a little delayed, and I did it uh, when I was 26. Yeah. And so uh, I loved it. And then uh, let me ask you this: here. what What was your favorite uh, kind of place country, in that 11 months? Yes. Favorite country? It is really hard to to answer because, uh, to some extent, all of them capture a piece of your heart. Mm-hmm. But uh, by far, one of my favorites was Thailand. Oh, wow. uh, Thailand, which was odd because I really wasn't looking forward to my my time in Asia. I lived five months in Asian countries, and uh, I wasn't really looking forward to that. But uh, two of those Asian countries rose to the top of my mm. favorites, and Thailand was definitely one of them. The people are so kind, yeah. um, and the food is delicious, and uh, the scenery is, is beautiful. Yeah. So. How do you, how would you say like the world race um, impacted like so you were in ministry before, mm-hmm. how would you say it impacted ministry like maybe perspective or even like how you did ministry after? Yeah, I think one of the biggest probably takeaways as as far as ministry related because I'm a firm believer that year of my life um, so much of the growth was just in my own heart that the Lord mm. uprooted idols and. Um, just showed me more of himself uh, in really special and sweet ways that I oh. still uh, cling to today. Mm. And uh, so it really wasn't what I was doing with my hands uh, necessarily. Oh. Uh, it was a lot to do in my heart. Um, but as far as ministry goes, um, context- contextualized ministry is so important. Uh, getting to be in all those different cultures really reminded me of that. Um I think as Americans, it's easy to go into these cultures and, and countries and think that there's a Western way of doing things. And um, when you're in a a remote village in Africa, mm. uh, doing church the way we do church um, might not be the best yeah. s- uh, situation for those people. And so I think just the importance of contextualized ministry of, yeah. of doing ministry that is actually serving the people you're living amongst um, because ministering to a Hindu is so different than ministering to a Muslim. Yeah. Um, and it's important to, to have a ministry plan that backs those, those mm-hmm. things up. So. Yeah. If you had one story uh, just from that time that maybe of where you saw the Lord move in a really powerful way or uh, just saw him do something really cool, mm-hmm. uh, do you have any that you would want to share? Yeah. I, I think one that comes to mind quickly mm-hmm. uh, and actually, so I've been back six years and uh, it's funny as years go on, just what the Lord still brings to mind. Um, and recently uh, he brought one story to mind. It was actually my first country in India and uh, it was a, just a really hard month. India's a super just hard country, very vastly different than America. And that was our first country. And um, we, what the Lord brought to mind was that he used ordinary people Mm. um, to, to display his glory in really tremendous ways. And um, one story particular was just this lady, her name's Jamana. And uh, she lives in 
like no one probably would know her village on a map. And she was the lowest of cast members on the cast system, so oh, she wow. swept streets for a living, and uh, she never was able to conceive on her own. And um, on two separate occasions, uh, while she was at work, she found a child uh, in in essentially the dumpster, which is on the street in India, and um, she just felt this deep uh, sense of responsibility to care for those kids. And uh, so she ended up adopting uh, two babies uh, fresh off the streets. And uh, I got to meet her and just her love for the Lord. Um, She didn't make much and Mm -hmm. she gave faithfully to her local church. And um, it was just a reminder to me, even six years later, that uh, the Lord uses our uh, just faithfulness and obedience However small, because for her, she wasn't doing anything yeah. significant. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and the Lord was using her in ways that uh, touched me, but also it was just having dividends of, of effect in her family and her community yeah. on just her obedience to the Lord. Um, and that has spurred me on uh, just being faithful where the Lord has yeah. me. That's, so. that's such a beautiful story. It is. Wow. Um, and if, if y'all don't know, Caitlin obviously, uh, did the world race and which I think is, I think everyone should do something like that in their lifetime. Um, I encourage, I would actually love for my kids to do that, uh, or something like it. But, um, if you don't know Caitlin, she, she helps in so many different ways at mm-hmm. Stonegate. Um, uh, whether that is helping us to stay organized, uh, <laughs> whether that is, um, uh, I, you know, I, I say she goes into sergeant mode, you know, with our staff and like uh, just make sure that we're doing the things like she's just like the glue of Stonegate in a lot of ways. Mm-hmm. But one of the specific ways that she's been gifted and, and helps lead is in our in our missions area. Mm-hmm. And so I think it's really beautiful. The Lord uh, even just took you on this journey of ministry and to the world race uh, and has now got you in kind of a place where you get to help influence and lead yes. and shape a lot of our uh, missions kind of area. And I'd be curious, and I know like there's probably so many different ways that um, uh, you could talk about how Stonegate's doing kind of the mm-hmm. mission side of thing. But um, if you were to like kind of highlight maybe one area that Stonegate has kind of stepped into, um, either missions or you know, planting churches or anything like that, uh, one way we could highlight uh, yeah. one of those things that Stonegate's stepping into. Yeah. We do get to partner with so many different um, missionaries and church plants across the it's world. Like, it's like 40-something church plants, I think, right? That we have partnered yeah. with at this like, lifespan yeah. of Stonegate. Yeah. That's amazing. Um, and so, and those are uh, nationally and international um, church plants. So I would say one in particular that is actually a new partner uh, with Stonegate, uh, his name is Juan Hernandez. And uh, he is a faithful pastor in Colombia. Uh, also, he has a seminary. Uh, what he found, uh, he, he is Colombian, and so oh, wow. that's his home. Uh, that's those cool. people uh, are his people. And, um, but what he has found over the years uh, just being in church world is the lack of education pastors mm. have. And um, so he has developed a seminary that pastors in South America specifically can go and get trained and educated in theology for free. Wow. Um, and so Stonegate has hopped on to, to support one and uh, his seminary. And, and what is so cool about that is 
you might see like Juan's name like on our website under under missions but really uh, Stonegate's giving to hundreds of other church plants uh, that that Juan is pouring into uh, by by just saying yes to, to his seminary. Yeah, yeah. And so he's doing phenomenal things um, all across South America, not just specifically in Colombia. Um, and and I'm I'm eager and, and anticipating just to see how the Lord yeah. is going to continue to use him. Uh, for the sake of the gospel uh, amongst South America yeah. uh, and just how Stonegate can can play a part in yeah. cheering him on because uh, he is really doing uh, great work that is amazing. in Columbia. Yeah. It is cool. I, I love that our, our church and, uh, and our just our team uh, is very just generously. They just have their hearts are bent towards being generously yeah. Yeah. generous uh, towards churches and, and uh, missionaries and even local organizations, you mm-hmm. know. Um, yeah. I love that so much. If if someone was like, if someone's listening to this, maybe in their car, or maybe they're watching this on our Facebook group, what would you say is like one way every person at Stonegate could take just a step towards being missional or even mm-hmm. just intentional when it comes to missions and just like their day to day lives, yeah. I, like outside of like a who's your one type of moment, yeah. like what, what what would you encourage us with? Yeah. Well, I, I think a misconception often people can can have when specifically talking about international missions um, or just the title missionary is that, oh, it's for the elite. Mm. Uh, it's for the, the Christian that that Mega knows. Christian. Yeah, that yeah. knows all the Bible verses <laughs> that can memorize, that can teach well. Uh, and I actually would say that's that's not true. Mm. Uh, we all are called um, to go and make disciples. Yeah, it's so good. And uh, yeah, some of us are called to pack up our bags and go to unreached people group across the globe uh but but most of us i would actually say are are called to the one across the street from us um or our family members or uh the lady behind us in the grocery store Mm -hmm. and so um i think a way we could just live on mission because that's what we're doing whether Mm -hmm. you're in a cross-cultural setting or not uh, is having eyes for other people. Yeah. And I do think um, where the Lord has placed you to live, whether it's in an apartment or a neighborhood, um, that or a dorm room, like that is no um, accident. Yeah. Like the Lord has strategically placed you there to, to serve and love the people that are on your street. And so I think a way is... One, starting by praying, like asking the Lord to, to give uh, you eyes to see the people around you uh, and then to, to have courage and boldness to move towards mm-hmm. them. And sometimes that's a really easy thing. Like in, in my neighborhood, I'm actually surrounded by a lot of older uh, people. And, and so my neighbors literally right next to me are, uh, are elderly and don't get out of their house much. And, and one way just to let them know uh, that that there's someone that cares is uh, oftentimes I will go over there with baked goods and just oh, saying, yeah. Hey, thinking about That's you, great. I made some cookies. Um, and, and it's not much. Mm-hmm. And, um, and so I, I think there are, are little ways that we can move towards people. Yeah. And um, oftentimes I think we discredit, we feel like it has to be this grandiose mm-hmm. gesture. Um, and really the Lord's just saying, Hey, will you just be faithful and take that step towards yeah. them and trust me with the rest. So I love that. And I know Caitlin will appreciate this. I know a lot of uh, our Stonegate family have um, taken a step in like compassion and supporting like a kid through compassion. Yeah. 
Um, which is, if there was a little bit of a plug, you know, if there was a commercial, you know, we're not sponsored by Compassion International, but um, I do think if you do have a kid, one intentional way today you could um, just take a step towards being missional is to download, I think they have an app, right? Yeah. And write your kid a letter. Yeah. Like write them. Um, I actually was thinking about today, I was like, how, I think I want to like share the gospel with my, I think it's time, you know? Yeah. And um, I just think that's, that's one easy way. I mean, it's like a, a home run right there just to yeah. write a kid. I don't know if you have any other. Totally. I think that's a great, I mean, the app makes it so easy to yes. do. You pick your little fun kid template mm-hmm. and then you just type away. And they'll write you back. Yeah. It's amazing. Yeah. It's so fun reading their stories. It is. My yeah. my little girl, girl Michaela, uh, it's been fun. I mean, she's six. So uh, her our communication level is, is very small. But one thing she loves is r- drawing pictures. Mm. And so it's fun getting to getting to see those come in the mail. Um, and what's also convicting, like when you log into the app, it tells you how long you've you've wrote your kid. Oh, wow. And so it'll say it's been 75 days or 85 <laughs> days. And I'm like, yeah. <laughs> uh, so I'll hop on and I'll just be like, hey, sometimes it's literally, hey, I'm just thinking about you. Mm. Um, and that's the letter. That's it's cool. not this long gated uh, letter. And so I think that's a, a great way because Stonegate sponsors over 600 wow. uh, kiddos. That's um, so so I think that that would make a huge difference in the life of a kid mm-hmm. uh, to get a letter yeah. uh, from from someone that that loves them and is supporting mm-hmm. them. So, yeah. Yeah, Stonegate. Uh, it's just it's really neat that the work that uh, God's doing here, um, and uh, He uses all different kinds of people and all different kinds of types of ministry. And uh, I think it's it's neat that we do get to see a lot of work happening outside of our walls, mm-hmm. and that our heart is bent towards uh, seeing the gospel go to the nations, uh, yeah. to our city, um, yeah. and to our world. And so, um, I think that's all we got for you today. Um, if you have any questions about our our on a uh, how we do missions or compassion, or you just want to get to know Caitlin because she's awesome. Um, uh, you can comment or you can email. Yeah. Whatever, you know, Snapchat. I don't have Snapchat. Don't do Snapchat. Yeah. Don't delete hit Snapchat. Me up. Yeah. <laughs> uh, we'd love to hear from you, Stonegate. Um, if there's any way we can pray for you or um, any way we can just care for you in this season, uh, we would love to do that. So we love you, Stonegate, and we will see you next time.